0: Hi, welcome to the Sliding Doors podcast. I'm Sushil, and we have Rohan on the other end. Rohan, say hi.
1: Hello
0: to all our loyal listeners and viewers.
1: Sushil and I today would like to get into the topic of tolerance, because that's something that, as we talk, uh, as we explore the topic, we realize uh, is in the news quite a lot now, either through politics or through this pandemic. And it makes a lot of people uneasy. And that uneasiness results in all kinds of crazy stuff. So uh, Sushil and I thought it would be good to sort of explore this today. And Sushil, I have a WhatsApp forward I want to read out to you. At least this is an abridged version of the original.
0: And so I want if to read it WhatsApp out. So a WhatsApp forward, is it true? Well, uh, <laughs> we don't someone
1: know. said this. <laughs> someone said this and we Googled it so we know that... The person it's attributed it uh, who who apparently said this really did say it, but the content is it true is very very is a very valid question. So check this out. There is no Trump. uh, Sorry, there is no doubt that Trump is a buffoon. I'm sure you all will agree. However, read this. The buffoon in the White House just brokered two Middle East peace accords, something that 71 years of political intervention and endless wars failed to produce. The buffoon in the White House has had the greatest impact on the economy, bringing jobs and lowering unemployment to the Black and Latino population uh, of any other president. Okay, that's a, there's a grammatical the grammatical error there. Of any other president, president ever. The buffoon of the White House turned our relationship with the Chinese around, brought hundreds of businesses back to the U.S. and revived the economy. The buffoon in the White House fast-tracked the development of a COVID vaccine. It will be available within weeks. This forward came, up, came out uh, maybe uh, a, a week ago. We still don't have a vaccine for SARS, bird flu, Ebola, or a host of other diseases that arose during previous administrations. And this is the fun part. The buffoon in the White House uncovered widespread pedo- pedophilia in the government and in Hollywood. The buffoon in the White House is exposing worldwide sex trafficking of minors and bringing children home. So the forward keeps on going. It's a lot, all along the same vein.
0: So I think there are a lot of topics over uh, over here that are very contentious. Um, yes. I... I d- I definitely disagree with many of these, but then again, that's my opinion.
1: Right. So what I'm curious, yeah, so both of us end up having the same opinion, but uh, forget about whether all, well, actually, no, let's not forget about, it. what are your, what's your emotional reaction to that message when you, when you heard it?
0: Um, I, 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 I do not think that any of whatever is mentioned is, Um, something that was uh, a a direct goal of his. Right. Uh, (laughs) I don't think many of the things that are attributed to the buffoon are actually things that he did, but they're just things that happened while he was in office.
1: Happened while he was in office and some of them are questionable. So for example... And I think some of
0: them are definitely wrong. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is the beauty of, of the way he functions, right? That... He takes a little bit of truth and then adds a shitload of lies, and then we now have new truth, right? Uh, for example, uh, brokered two peace deals. As far as I understand, that's uh, that's that's a fact. But well, lowered... how much did he have to do with it? Yes, that's a very good question. Right? I was going to uh... give him the med- benefit of the doubt, but no, I, I, I your think... lower your taxes. He hasn't lowered... Okay, who's the your in the lowered your taxes, right? (laughs) Yeah? Then, fast tracking the development of a COVID vaccine. Very true. But is that good or bad? So so they've taken some fast. No, he's
0: not fast tracking development, has he? He's fast tracking the uh, release. of. I mean, yeah. So we're not talking about developing it. He's... Cutting short the testing and uh, trial phase. Is that correct? Right. Let's say that's correct.
1: Let's the, say that's correct.
0: The, 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 um, because development of the vaccine is going to take as long as it takes, it's going to uh, take, as long as there is funding available, right?
1: releasing it before it's gone through all the stages of trial. Which is um,
0: what other countries have also done. Yeah. So... so We should mention that.
1: What I would... Uh, what I'd be interested in doing is... Uh, f- let's put aside our opinion or our political standpoint but mm-hmm. when you hear someone who sees the same things that you see but comes away with a completely different take yeah how do you cope with it like do you do you just shut off or do you feel like engaging and pointing out where they're wrong where, where so you th- see that you think they're wrong
0: my perspective is usually when you come up with something like this either um i, I know what's happening because, as you said, some of it is true, some of it is partially true, and some of it is blatantly false. Um, and when you club all of those together in and say that this is reality, that this is what is actually happening, um, uh, then we, things get very murky. So um, my reaction initially is to dismiss it. But then, if we're talking to somebody else about it, then you have to go a little further. You have to reach in and do a little of fact, a little fact checking and look at uh, which are the points over here that are not true, which are true, and which are uh, half truths. Um, and that gets very tiring, man. It, it becomes very tiring. And I'm I'm not talking about uh, Trump versus Biden or whatever, but I mean today in today's world there's so many different platforms in which this has to be um has to be done whether it's indian politics or uk politics or u.s politics i mean this is happening everywhere so um there, it's a lot to do with the media and the way the media is um rolling out these truths half-truths and uh, falsehoods so uh, it gets tiring honestly and there's only so much you can do with i mean so many times you can do it it, it gets tiring and from uh, if i remember correctly
1: this is not just theoretical right because you've actually lost um or been separated from a clan <laughs> because of differing points of view
0: a clan yeah, yeah. um World of Tanks, um, I I had a uh, couple of friends who I played World Sorry, of Tanks with. Sorry, just
1: in case uh, some people don't know about uh, World of Tanks, what is it?
0: World of Tanks is a first-person uh, tank simulation game. So it's it's a game where you play 15 uh, players against 15 players. These are live players, and uh, you can be a part of a clan or a group where you have up to about 100 people who are part of your group and you can play uh, live in groups of three or groups of 15 depending on the type of game that you're playing so um, I used to be part of this group um, a group of Indian uh, players and uh, spent a lot of time chatting with them on WhatsApp and uh, audio chat on team speak and various other uh, discord and all of that stuff So um, these are guys that I got to know quite well over the years, Uh, obviously share a lot of um, uh, commonalities and interest in computers and uh, building computers, uh, interest in tech and uh, understanding tech and a lot of that stuff. So um, yeah, I I mean, and then you find out that uh, a person that you think is very uh, at home with Figuring out stuff um, has an opposing point of view to yours, and is very strongly um, in that other in, in that other uh, camp. And uh, no matter what you say, cannot be made to sh- uh, see your point of view. That becomes very difficult. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a challenge to uh, maintain those. Um, those friendships, and uh, eventually you have to choose between uh, ignoring that part of that person's uh, personality or uh, saying, "Hey, this friendship is worth more than that." Um, and it depends on how strongly they're entrenched in their uh, perspective, I think.
1: and uh, have you been able to find that balance with these world of world of tank friends?
0: some of them man some of them uh some of them no right and some of them i i felt that it made sense to step away from that friendship rather than um um, sticking it out because it it just didn't make sense to continue i think um someone who would um if push comes to shove and i actually am in physical need of help or whatever, um, would choose the opposite, the opposing point of view. So, um, it was, it was that drastic. So it's, it's not a trivial uh, question that I had in mind. Uh, it's something quite, uh, drastic that forced me to take this decision.
1: Right. I've felt, uh, what, you, what we're talking about, what you're describing with, uh, I, I remember hanging out with a group, group of friends and a topic came up when I suddenly realized that some of those friends have a significantly different point of view to mm-hmm. me. And it was almost like the ground fell off, uh, fell out from under me because I completely disagreed with what they were saying. And uh, that, those are the kind of moments that I'm seeing many of us having. And uh, that's an important moment because how you respond and how you decide to engage Uh, will determine the future of your relationship, not only with those people, but with the community as a whole. Because if if we were to keep shutting out people who have a different point of view, I don't know if that's good or bad, but what ends up happening is you're shutting out a huge percentage of the population. Now, maybe that's how you live a happy life. Uh, I don't know. Uh, But I think the frustrating thing is even when you have a discussion, there aren't, which facts, like, so maybe, like, you and I would agree that you want to base the discussion on facts, right? Mm-hmm. Then opinion comes in. But which facts do you take? Because, let me give you an example. Uh, let's take America because it's distant, so it's not emotionally loaded, um, as, like, an uh, if we talked about an Indian situation, it, it would be a little more... Uh, uh, there will be more consequence to it. So in America, we have CNN, mainly mm-hmm. left-leaning, Fox News, right-leaning. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them, in their own way, are biased towards their point of view. Um, some people will say Fox is more biased. Others will say CNN is more biased. But it's clear they have their own agendas. The same incident can be seen significantly differently. So... Yeah. News comes out that Trump has been losing money for many years, right? CNN jumps on it and says, this is an example of how this billionaire who claims to be savvy has actually been making uh, a sequence of losses year after year after year. And this is a problem. This shows Trump can't handle money, isn't as smart as we think. Hmm. Fox News' take on this was different. They said, look at this man. He may have lost some money, but look how much money he started off with. Like, isn't it amazing that he made that much money in the first place? Now, one Did argument... Did he make that much money? Or was it handed to him? Let's just say one of those arguments... My understanding that
0: is that he didn't make that money.
1: Yeah. But let's just say one of those arguments is silly and one isn't. But here's the thing. The silly argument depends on which side of the fence you are. Because uh, you, with this concept, confirmation bias, right? You have an opinion. You think the loony left is crazy and that they're gonna bring America down. And then the the left says these right-wingers are heartless, uh, money-minded, highly selfish and egocentric egocentric people. I'm not seeing discourse over there, are
0: you? No, um see also I think um and and, and this and, and the same thing applies to India also. I think that when facts are taken and um I mean you look at a fact and then say, No, this is not what I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna talk about what I think it's you know, what I think it is. And it's you know you start making up a story that isn't true, and then you push that to your uh, to your listeners. That becomes what you know what they're calling it: alt alternate truths or alt, alt, right. alt oh, fact. All alt yes, fact. Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: Which is which is just another word for lies. Mm. How can you base a discussion when one? Po- When one party is looking at uh, established fact, another one is just talking about um, stuff that they make up. Um, What what do you do at that point? The
1: scary thing Uh, is you may not always know they've made it up.
0: Exactly. And that's the issue. Uh, That's why fact-checking is um becoming so important these days and which is why people need to look at facts and uh, check the facts that they're spreading on both sides i'm not saying it's only the right or whatever um right. i've come across um uh, 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 lies being spread by uh, by my side also the, the side that i uh, think is right mm. is correct um Possibly by accident, you know, because you don't know what's uh, what, what's being uh, um, what is. Tr- I mean, uh, you you don't know what uh, other people are, are are spreading, thinking that it's true. So you need to keep checking facts when you spread them, checking whatever you spread rather, um, and that becomes tiresome, right? Because how much can you do of that?
1: Yeah, and I want to add to that's a very important point. How these things are tiresome because I was having this conversation the other day. Just imagine you're a average American, say you're a car mechanic, right? And you come back at the end of a tough day of work and you have about half an hour. You have the kids, one kid is unwell, the next one has some school project the next day. You have some work at home that you need to get done. So you have half an hour at the end of the evening to just catch up on the news. That's it. Yeah. Your family has been watching Fox News for generations, oh, for decades, whenever Fox News started. So that's your go-to channel. And on this go-to channel, you hear Vice President Mike Pence come on and say, Trump has created X number of new jobs, and uh, you know this this COVID thing is uh, is overblown. It's not that big a deal. He sees this. In fact, he got COVID and he's recovered so fast. So I think these Dems and left wingers are overreacting now. Yeah. What ideally what you'd need to do is say, huh, okay, so this is what Penn says. Let's switch to CNN and see what they're saying, and then look at this objectively. How many people have the time? That's a big factor. You just have half an hour at the end of the day. Yeah. Or the patience. Because, dude, you need a certain emotional maturity and inner patience to listen to someone who you think is just making stuff up or is just full of themselves uh, or full of lies. Listen to them without getting defensive. Take in what they're saying and then make an educated comparison. That's tough. So we're working with time, limited time and limited patience. I don't know how this is going to get any better because, I mean, they've done, they, they've they've compared the Democratic-Republican divide in the 60s and the Democratic-Republican divide now. Hmm. And things have got so much more polarized. Hmm. And we're seeing the same things here as well, right? In India, yeah. this polarization. um, So... In the midst, so it's easy to get angry with all these people. In the midst of all of this, how do we become more tolerant, right? That's, that's a big question.
0: The question is, how do you listen to someone who's not listening to you? Mm. How yeah. do you have a conversation with someone who's only speaking about their... Truth. Right. And which you have seen to not be true. Yeah. I mean, if you're having a conversation with this person in real life and you have to tolerate them all the time, how much of it can you put up with? And so I've seen a lot of people on Facebook and um, other places say if you do not, if you think that I'm crazy for having this point of view, just unfriend me. And they also unfriend people who they think are uh, consistently spewing um, what they think is uh, hate or untruthfulness or whatever. Uh, yeah, so absolutely I see that these these conversations are be- becoming fewer and um, scarcer. and also when they do happen that they're um, more disputes than conversations. I don't know how we can be more tolerant. It's there's only, in my view, there's only so much that you can actually uh, take before you have to give up and uh, say, "I need to preserve my own uh, integrity, my own uh, well-being, so I have to disconnect from this conversation." Um, and I've I've had to do this not just once with this one group, but other groups also because I think that. Um, you know, because eventually you see that people, uh, well, um, the conversation eventually ends up being people not giving, um, not really being interested in welfare of anyone other than their own group. Um, when I say, "Hey, um, this is this is what is at stake for other people." They say, hey, but what about, you know, in the past, they've never actually given a damn about us, which, you know, there are lots of reasons for that because they're privileged and all of that stuff. They don't have to be uh, thought about because they're doing fine. Well, these are the minorities and they need to be taken care of for various reasons because otherwise they will be oppressed and which is what is happening. Um, at least that's what I see. Um. So when people like this end up not caring about others, you need to think about, is it worth engaging with them beyond a certain point? Um, I end up having, um, you know, getting this fight or flight reaction and I'm sitting at my phone with WhatsApp and all of that ends up, you know, with that adrenaline and all that uh, pulsing through you, you end up, you know, like, ah, rage enraged <laughs> um there's and you a restlessness
1: I, I, there's a, I, I, the, for me i experience i i know what you're talking about but i experience, experience it as this restlessness i want to just say something or do something there's
0: an irritability about no, I, I i i actually spend hours actually saying what i think over there and <laughs> to then yourself? no to to those guys whoever oh, okay. it is right having a all-out blast of uh discussion <laughs> and um well in a way i think uh, that's distanced me from certain groups and i think that it's important at least to, to to say my piece to make people understand that uh this is not a discussion that i have i'm having for myself but rather for um to to speak out for the uh opinions that i have and it's not about a party or anything like that Uh, i mean i would call out either party if they were doing something that i thought was wrong Mm. uh i'm talking about here in india Um, because i don't have a say in what's happening in the u.s i I don't think i need to tell anybody in the u.s that they're doing the right or wrong thing um i mean i can have an opinion of what's going on but i don't need to tell anyone uh, that it's right or wrong uh, in India, though, that's a different matter, and uh, it's uh, my country, and uh, we have a thot- thought about patriotism and all of that. We'll ha- probably have a uh, chat about that sometime. Right. But yeah, I'm I live in this country, and uh, I have a say in what um, I think should or should not happen here. Um, it it concerns my well-being, the well-being of people who I know in this country, and uh, my family. So um, it makes sense that I should be able to speak out about this, and um, I I have no uh, affinity to either party or any party. I only um, have an affinity to what I think is um, the right thing to do. People don't understand this. They think I'm oh yes, you're talking about this. You must be a Congress, you know, Congress <laughs> supporter. You uh, you've been paid off by the Congress. And, uh, so, didn't someone say that?
1: Like, like literally say that to you?
0: Oh, absolutely. It happens. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah. And, and they don't say that just about, you know, like uh, 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 a person that they know like this. They talk about it to pretty much anyone who has that sort of a view. Um, right. And in a way, they... I think, I think that's important to the strategy because it creates this divide, Right. When you mm. start calling people names and you say that they they hate us, that's why they're doing it. Um, then it creates a divide. You cannot speak to those other people, people on the other side. And when that happens. Oh, that's nice. Can you hear that drilling? I could. I could. I could. Not that well, bad, not
1: that disturbing. huh?
0: Mm, yeah. But anyway, guys, um, you'll have to put up with it. Um, Yeah, so when that uh, divide happens is when um, one side, in India, the majority um, is always going to be one religion. Um, But then again, you know, there's a lot of underlying layers below that. So it's difficult to say, uh, yeah, but in the end, that divide, I think, is important for certain types of politics to... Uh, happen to influence people in a certain way. Mm. And I forgot your question, dude. Uh,
1: no, no, no. You've, you're you on the same topic. How do you deal with that uh, tolerance? Yeah. How, I mean, how can we be more tolerant?
0: Yeah. So but, how can we be tolerant? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we can be tolerant beyond a certain point. When it becomes um, a matter of your health, safety, well-being, and um, the other person just does not care for that and we saw Mm -hmm. that when we had riots and people getting killed and all of that stuff it's no longer just um um a battle of ideologies but actually people being um you know uh, being rendered homeless um their health prosperity their uh, entire well their entire lives being uh, disrupted at that point, I think it's no longer a, 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 a conceptual uh, discussion, but one that is very real. And um, in an ideal world, you would still be able to talk to these people. So I've, as far as possible, I've left it where I can actually go back and have a normal conversation with them, as long as it's not anything to do with politics and stuff. So I've I've not like cut ties with these people. Uh, by any means. Mm-hmm. I, right. I still right. Uh, go and have discussions. But my conversations with them have been uh, reduced uh, to essentials. You know, Do I need to speak to this person? Yes? Okay, fine. Um, I'm not going to just have a chat with them. Chat. Hey, man, how are you doing? Yes. Very instrumental. Uh, I do that sometimes. But um, again, it, it's... I, I have in the back of my mind this knowledge that this person has a fundamentally different uh, point of view when it comes to important things that might affect me and my family. So it's difficult to have a light-hearted, um, you know, cheerful banter with them. Yeah.
1: So it sounds like basically when you come across someone who has a significantly different view you can either engage in conversation which will then get might get out of hand if both of you are passionate about your viewpoint sure or you get up and walk away and uh, this well actually
0: what happens me... when you have a long conversation a really long conversation and um, you go nowhere with it yeah what do you do then
1: yeah you change the topic <laughs>
0: You change the topic. Either you're
1: fed up and you just don't want to see that person anymore. And so you get up and walk away or you change the topic. Uh, But this get up and walk away fascinates me because, um, I mean, we see that happening, for example, um, in America, some influential people say uh, Joe Rogan, for example, um, left California for a bunch of reasons, but left California and went to Texas and Uh, this is where my conspiracy theory came in with your analogy especially of, uh, rather your reference to um, Man in the Hightower Um, Mm -hmm. because there's a good chance that this get up and walk away reaction. So you're living in a community with a lot of people who have a different point of view. Say you're Mm -hmm. left-leaning or right-leaning and they are the opposite. Now, Mm -hmm. after a bit of discourse, the conversation that we talked about, you get fed up of having that conversation things get emotional, whatever it is, you want to surround yourself with people who have similar views because life is just more comfortable that way. True. So then, as of now, again, America is easier to deal with. Say you have a bunch of red states and a run- bunch of blue states. It doesn't mean everyone in that state votes Democrat or everyone votes Republic Republican. just, it's mand- just a majority. Just majority, absolutely. Right? So now what happens if over some time, decades maybe, People start changing geographical lo- uh, locations, so that because there- the states are, are p- more
0: preferential to the where their way yes. of thinking. Yeah, Absolutely. their way of sense. thinking.
1: So now you may have an east coast and a west coast of America, which is da- uh, liberal, and then a center belt of America, which is purely um, uh, Republican. And then you have the basis of a civil war. because the,
0: the stage is set for a civil war because... But do you see that actually happening? Because some people are privileged to be able to move, but not everybody.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's true. It also gets really murky, man. I was listening to this uh, interview with Matthew McConaughey. And uh, in fact, even before that, with another Republican uh, senator. And they were talking about, you know... If you're coming from a... They're both in Texas. So if you're coming from a different state, say a liberal uh, state like California, you're coming to move to Texas for a reason. You like Mm -hmm. something about Texas. Mm -hmm. And this something is our culture. And this is an argument that's going on in India as well, right? So Mm -hmm. this is our culture. So if you like your way of doing things, i.e. your culture, stay in your place, Don't come here and convert our place into your place, because that beats the purpose of coming here in the first place. So, at one level, this sounds like, okay, fair enough. But then it's very quickly, you see, this is sort of xenophobia. Like, no, change is not okay. I like the way things are right now. We are not going to merge our viewpoints. You are going to come here and take on our views. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's something, right?
0: It's something. Well, I think, so, uh, yeah, so you have to be accommodating of all viewpoints. And that right. goes without saying. I think um, I, should, I, I have to be accommodating of uh, these friends who have drastically different viewpoints from mine. But, again, you know, th- there's, a, there's a threshold, at uh, at which you say this is enough. Um, Yeah. So if these people are coming here, coming to a different state for the culture, uh, that's fine. Let them come for whatever culture or let them bring whatever culture. But are they going to change the culture of the state? I don't know. Is, Is the number of people moving large enough? I don't have info, so I can't really comment on that. Over the years... I don't know, there might be a consolidation of, um, you know, uh, people based on uh, values but, that they but support. But this, this is
1: the liberal-conservative divide, right? Where uh, conservatives... Okay, this is just my understanding, very low-level, simplified understanding of the liberal-conservative divide, but uh, at least one dimension of it is that conservatives feel the way things they are... Mm-hmm. Sorry, the way things are are this way because it's what makes life work. And so these Mm. things, these habits, these rituals, these practices are good. They are here for a reason. So Mm. don't change them. Old is good, new is reckless. Mm. Whereas the liberal is saying, the old stuff worked for a while. But that doesn't mean that's the only way of doing it. Like, for example, you take the uh, should, like a conservative may say, a woman should, a woman's role, I mean, say American conservatives say, a woman's role is to be at home. Because evolutionarily, they were designed to do that. You're a mother, you connect with your offspring, they are the ones who are more nurturing. Mm -hmm. But the liberal will say, okay, that's how... Things evolved, but we're past that right now. And a woman has a right. Why does a man get to do whatever he wants to do and a woman does it right? Mm-hmm. So this change, we f- react to change differently, fundamentally, it seems, conservative versus liberal. So this argument of all these people coming in, they are murderers and rapists, and they're here and they're going to take over. This is, you either get that, Explicitly said like that, or couched in terms like your culture and our culture, and respect the difference and you assimilate in ours, so I don't know man it's uh this is the the flat earther in me, like uh, <laughs> the dude a- people still think the earth is flat, just m- boggles my mind that there, there's a um, flat earther on you. Who are no, you, no, man? This is. I'm talking about just the the extreme. Wait, wait. I'm gonna come back to this, but I have got to share uh, just a quick detour. This flat. Have we talked about flat earth on the uh, in the podcast before? I, I don't. I don't think, think, think so. so. Anyway, just give me like two minutes. Um. So. <laughs> so the flat Earth concept is basically that the um, you know, Earth is flat, so the oceans fall off the edge of the Earth or whatever um and that this round earth thing is a um is a deception that's being orchestrated by a group of influential people or whatever the usual conservative like tripe this one podcaster was talking to a flat earther and just as he was going to start like at the beginning of the interview he said hey can i just read this out this is by nasa so the flat earther says okay fine And this guy's NASA statement is something along the lines of, if you believe the Earth is flat, you're not just saying that NASA is lying and is covering up something. You are saying that there are 71, uh, these 71 other space agencies in the world, all capable of launching satellites. They're all lying. And all the astrophysicists around the world who've dedicated their careers to this—they're all lying as well. Which is
0: more likely? And then this—and <laughs> and, and the astronauts—and
1: and the astronauts and their families and the cleaners at NASA. Well, the cleaners may not know about uh, the, the science, but so then that's a great argument. This guy says, mm, "I don't know." Then we have the guy who decides that he wants to see if the earth is round for himself. So he builds a rocket. <laughs> he builds a rocket, straps himself in and takes off. I think he crashed and died. I don't know. But um, yeah, just the fact that conspiracies get to that level, like cracks me up.
0: Um, and how does that? Okay, since we're talking about tolerance and all that, and it applies here how does that get so much coverage that it's still a thing today
1: i think it i don't know i'd love to hear, hear your opinion as well i think it gets coverage in america i don't think it gets coverage the world over um and i wonder whether that's because
0: free speech um,
1: Science, yes. Free speech, for sure. Individuality—I get to say what I want, what I think. Whereas, for example, in India, you're much more—it's col- much more collectivist. Um, not that s- stupid things aren't said everywhere in the world, but this particular type of stupid thing is in America. And I have to clarify—I—I I don't think thinking the in
0: India we have our own breed of stuff, man. We're yes, like yes,
1: we exactly.
0: Our, our, our Indian uh, ancients. Uh, had nuclear physics and nuclear yes, bombs the internet and through aeroplanes, and yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah,
1: I don't have a problem with saying, "Hey, NASA might be lying," or "What if the, uh, were, the Earth is flat?" I have no problem with that. I have a problem with after having said that and saying, "I'm not going to believe you just because you say it is." After having said that, if you go and ignore all the evidence that's being provided, if you don't understand how science works, and by that I mean science can make mistakes, but it corrects itself, and its statements are based on evidence. Like, there's a methodology to this. I don't think a lot of Americans, I mean, not, okay, I think not a lot of Americans. I think there there is a portion of America that distrusts science. And
0: Both that means a problem. But the thing is, you then go and use your cell phone for GPS. Yes. Uh, and the, the trust funniest, that. The
1: funniest but, flat earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the funniest flat earth thing, it's just so quick and simple is this guy who uh, starts oh, he's has got a flat earth YouTube channel. Again, I I was looking at flat earth fails, which is when I came across this. Um Guy starts out, he's got a podcast and it's obvious that the whole podcast is going to be about uh, defending the flat earth um, Mm -hmm. theory. And Mm -hmm. he starts off by saying, uh, good morning, everyone. Oh, for some of you, it's going to be good afternoon or good evening. And then he pauses. No, it isn't. Because he realizes that if the world (laughs) is flat, we don't have time zones. (laughs) It's when you have a round. Yes, so like I promised, I'm going to bring it back. This flatter detail was just because I find it so amusing. So the conspiracy theorist in me who likes the conspiracy theory, the excitement of one, mm-hmm. wonders whether this this sort of geographical polarization will happen. Um, uh, it's it'll be it'll be interesting to see how, where this goes like 10, fifteen years from now
0: right yeah and, and there's no way of um really understanding where this will go actually um maybe there is maybe people have thought about it because i remember uh, reading a couple of isaac asimov books where he talks about uh how you know on 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 the home planet or whatever it's called i forgot what it's called mm. i think this was one of the foundation uh, foundation series where he goes back in the past or something. He's talking about the past. I don't remember exactly, but he talks about these very basic differences in um, thinking um, separate entire geographical regions of a planet. Um, fascinating mm.
1: to see that.
0: Yes. Um, you know, uh, you can take someone and I mean, someone can take that idea and extrapolate and make entire science fiction out of it. and. Um, Perhaps someday it will come true. Yeah, the uh, a friend of mine said
1: something very interesting. I remember we were having this discussion about India and how tolerance here is is limited in 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 many communities. And you know, it, it looks. I mean, if you if you look at the the glass half empty uh, mm-hmm. uh, view of things, you can see things are only going to get worse, and this division is going to get worse, and minorities in India are going to get oppressive and more. And right. so I remember saying so this I was talking to this person and she was like um yeah I don't know and I said would you consider leaving India and she says why would I leave India it's these situations that we need to stand up to so I would stay I wouldn't run away to another country I'd stay on and fight yeah. and that that just blew my mind because uh, there was a civic
0: sense in her
1: uh, yeah, absolutely. At least I need to make a difference. Running away is, is not the
0: solution. Pretty much what my dad was also saying. So um, I w- had read an article recently about um, how um, the caste divide, Indian caste divide is wreaking havoc on uh, IT companies in the US because uh, Indians go there and they have that same caste separation um, happening in American IT companies, um, not based on skill, but caste. So mm. my dad was of the opinion, like, um, yeah, they deserve it because um, you know, you have all these people going there and then, you know, they say land of the free and all that, anybody's welcome. And then people take a bit of their home over there, and then you have a lot of people over there doing stuff, it's gonna it's bound to happen. Yeah. So exactly what he was saying. Of um, again, I thought it hmm, turns out it's already happening. I, I thought that if you don't have, you have some people migrating. Yes, you might have the culture change. Might not have culture change. But yeah, in the course of this podcast episode, we've already seen that it happens. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. A little bit of India in the US. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the, yeah. The, so. He was also saying, like, uh, yeah, you could easily go abroad, but you know, why? Why? Why not just stay in your country and do what you can? Of course, there are arguments like if you are in an oppressive country where things are really bad, then you uh, you want to look for look out for something better for your family and all of that. Then right. yes, and I think um, that makes sense. But again, would I leave India? Until now, I haven't had the thought. So, I mean, I've been mm-hmm. asked a few times, but again, I don't see myself leaving the country.
1: One of my friends made a very interesting point because uh, I, I was, I've was i been brought up in a very westernized community. So, um, you know, a lot of the pop culture, American pop cultural references I get, I enjoy, I watch a lot of Hollywood movies, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But a friend of mine who had gone to New York um, to do his master's and came back said, you may think that you get American culture, but you don't. Right. Um, for every reference you get, there are 10 references that you won't know about. Like there's something fundamentally different. And so that reminded me that what I am is an a westernized Indian person. but yes. Indian nonetheless, because this is not... I wouldn't fit in in America. Um hmm. and I don't feel like I don't completely fit in here either. But nevertheless I'm part of India. This is there is a subset of Indians who are like this. We have our yeah. own little references, our own little jokes, our own little uh ways of speaking like you know um which is what I love about India, the fact that it is multi- multicultural. The fact that there is so much uh, richness to our culture. What bums me out, I'm sure it bums you out and bums many other people out, is the belief that mine is better than yours, and then my views should trump yours, and you know, that that becomes a little sad, but yeah. When it comes to... So it it looks like learning to recognize the differences and perhaps letting go maybe a way forward. <coughs> do you think work helps us do this just automatically, the, 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 the being neutral?
0: What do you mean by work? So you when mean... you take
1: on a client, when you're looking at trends, um, is it more about… Uh, it, do you end up becoming more pragmatic? Like, this is the way things are going. Let's not get so worried about like whether that's right or wrong. Let's try and adapt. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we can do given this situation. Is there an element well, to that?
0: Well, I think you have to work with all types of people. And um, when you're working with someone, I don't see how these discussions really come into play. Mm. They haven't with me so far. Unless it is someone who is, uh, you know... I I, I don't think... Politics has really come into um, any of my work discussions, thankfully.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, I've had inquiries from people who are of a religious bent and they have, um, they need certain videos made. Um, they're talking about religious topics. Um, not my religion, but I'm happy to work for them. There's no issue there. Um, I don't see why I shouldn't help someone. Uh, make a video even if it is slightly controversial in topic Mm -hmm. um they again if if it is solidly opposed to i mean if it's something that would uh result in people you know like uh, oppressing someone else of course i would have an objection but as long as it's you know uh, them talking about their beliefs and all that i i have no problem with that Mm -hmm. um Hate is a different thing from just talking about your beliefs and, um, you know, like, as long as it's not hating on any other group, I'm fine with that. Right. Um, So I don't see why that would affect um, work. Um, It hasn't come into play so far in, in, in any of my work. And I don't foresee that it will unless this becomes a big issue in the future.
1: Right. I think finding something in common with the other person is one way of, of healing. Um, and maybe we could end, we could end with this. Um, <laughs> so I watch a lot of um, UFC, Ultimate Fighting, mm-hmm. it's martial arts. And there's a guy there. He, in fact, he came in the news yesterday. because. Uh, so he's from Dagestan, which is just outside Russia. I, I'm not quite sure, but it's connected to Russia.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, so, and he is Muslim. So hmm. he's in America kicking American ass as a fighter and mm-hmm. has re he's got a 29 and 0 record and he's a he's a superstar in the world of mixed martial arts mm-hmm. Khabib mm-hmm. Nurmagomedov Nam- Nar- Nor- the Brit- the uh, the Americans say uh Khabib so Nurmagomedov Nam- Nor- Ho- May- Norma Americans no, say N- Namagomedov Nam- Nam- Khabib There we go. All right. um, the crazy thing is that his English is broken, okay? Because he's okay. trying to learn. And he's okay. saying uh, alhamdulillah and very uh, open about his religion, uh, mm-hmm. him being, um, he being a Muslim. Mm-hmm. These American, uh, re- I mean, many of them, at least in the UFC, a lot of them are conservative, right-leaning Republicans and you would think that they would step back from this foreigner who's not all about America and they judge him and say, you're an alien. But the fact that he can fight
0: mm. has
1: won them over. And mm. so these people are f- welcoming him and his clan into their fold because he's, he does that thing that they all love. He does mm. it really well. And they are changing their English to match his so, for oh, example, cool. he will say something like, uh, you are number one idiot, like when he's <laughs> making fun of you, right? Mm-hmm. You would think these dudes would be saying, hey, speak English properly, man. What rubbish? They now speak like that. You are mm-hmm. number one idiot. Um, it just, it just it makes, me, it makes me laugh to see that. La- I that's mean, nice. in a good way. Yeah, it, nice. makes, it makes yeah. me feel warm inside. Yeah. Um, and I think trade in the past has done this like Absolutely. when different cultures met trading united them
0: it, it has also created a conflict we have the british east india company
1: ah yes <laughs> yes i think there's i think if we go down the there, only a company of,
0: to uh, own a, uh, to own a country
1: yeah pretty much and then we have companies that i mean countries that owned people the little thing called slavery that uh, mm-hmm. was a was a bit of a Created a bit of a uh, furor in, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, trade. Uh, it has done good things. It has done bad things. Um, yeah, I think w- we should try to do more of the good stuff and less of the bad stuff. Less of the bad. Oh, beautifully put. I think
1: I think we should wrap up there. That was a brilliant quote to end. Mr. <laughs> do more of the good things so, and l- less of the bad things.
0: Absolutely, man um yeah i think that's i think that's uh what we should aspire to i mean we're not perfect right so if you want more (laughs) yeah of these conversations
1: yes no but first of all thanks this uh i had fun because i got to talk through a lot of the stuff that's been going on in my mind um Yeah. yeah i find it useful to talk through these things because otherwise I just go round and round in circles in my head. So mm. I enjoyed this and I hope uh, all of you viewers and listeners enjoyed it too.
0: Uh um, yeah, it looks like we have one viewer. I don't know if it's um you. Mm, I don't know. No, we um, seem to have one viewer.
1: Welcome. Without having said anything about this. So um where can they where can they find out more about us, issue?
0: So let's 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 uh, talk about what's happening here. So we're trying a new format, and we're streaming on um, twitch.tv uh, live. And we're using StreamYard to do this. Uh, so we're trying this out. And once the stream is done, we will be republishing on YouTube. And um, the audio will be, of course, uh, broadcast on our podcast, audio podcast, which is available on all major platforms. But you can find us on slidingdosepodcast.com. We have, if if you're watching, if you're watching our video, then welcome to the Sliding Doors Podcast. You can find us on com. Check out the ticker at the bottom. Thank you to StreamYard for... <laughs> giving us these features.
1: <laughs> Sushil is, Sushil is really, so for those of you listening, uh, there's a bunch of uh, uh, cool graphics on the screen right now. And Sushil's really excited about the options that StreamYard, StreamYard's giving us. So he's Truly. editing in real time, changing
0: cameras, changing views. And you can also find us on our individual platforms, uh, Instagram for the most part, Rohan is available at Rohan Tries Thinking. You can see that on the screen. And I am Sushil02 on Instagram. Please follow us and say things that you think about and that you you feel strongly about. Say them to us on these platforms.
1: Yes, say them to us. And if you have things you'd like us to discuss or if you would like to be part of a discussion,
0: uh, let us know. We're open to any of this. Please. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and um, as long as people are open to have a discussion with us, we're always happy to talk we're about stuff. We're <laughs> tolerant. We will. <laughs> we're open. As we're much open as possible.
1: Yeah. As much as possible, yes.
0: <laughs> Thank you for following and listening to us. It's been uh, a privilege to have your attention for this time, and we will be back next week. We'll see you then. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.